Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 26 of week 12 of Fantasy Binge. I am your host, Tamara. I am here with my apparently freezing co-host, Tony James, the fantasy sage. And you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Fantasy Binge. Uh, You can hear us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or SoundCloud. Uh, we're going into week 12. Apparently, there's still a million buys that I'm dealing with this week. Four left. Uh, recap. Recap. Recap of, uh, Sunday's games. All right, I gotta, gotta recap. I'm gonna run them down real quick. Uh, Nick Foles looks okay in his comeback, 296-2. and DJ Chark takes a huge step forward in that offense. We knew he was going to be the clear number mm-hmm. one. On my bench. In yeah. Three Eight weeks. for 104 and two. Had a great, great day. Expect that trend to continue. Um, Dak Prescott has another good game against a bad team. Uh, 444 <laughs> yards and three. Zeke still. Oh, now Zeke had two touchdowns, right? But he only rushed for 45, y'all. Yeah, okay. I'm very concerned about uh, Ezekiel Elliott's production going forward especially since this week they have new england and i believe they have another tough game right behind that so i'm a little worried about him getting getting you into the playoffs like he did for you last year uh detroit bo scarborough who is that you ask the guy I was looking at picking up off waivers because I need something, and Ty Johnson is not it. Not Ty Johnson, not Mm-mm. J.D. McKissick. Mm-mm. Bo Scarrow apparently Mm-mm. is the guy that you want to own on the Detroit Lions, 14 for 55 and a touchdown, and he had 14 carries um, while the rest of the team combined for 14 carries. <laughs> so he appears to be the clear number one. That's a guy you're going to want to be picking up off of waivers this week. Um, Josh Allen has a game that we've all been waiting for all season long, 256-3 and three, and a rushing touchdown. Um, he shared some of that with John Brown. I guess I have this look on my face because what season has he not been having? He's not been having a great year. Buffalo's hasn't been averaging a bunch of points a game. This was a huge scoring match for them. They've been averaging around 20 points a game as a team, which means he, his performance hasn't been great. Okay, since the bye against Miami, 21.3. You want stats or you want fantasy points? Since the bye. When was the bye? The bye was week six. So starting week seven. Okay. You got 202 for two, 21.3 points. 169 for two, 17.3. 160 for one, 20, uh, 17.6. Uh, then uh, against Cleveland, 266. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Uh, in week nine against Washington, he threw for one touchdown and then rushed in a touchdown. Week 10 against Cleveland, he threw for 266, rushed for another 28 and two touchdowns. And then what we just saw, 260 or 256 and four touchdowns. I think the expectation was for him to be closer to this performance all year. 
The way that he was talked up in the offseason was like he was going to be top five, especially because of the, the use of his legs. And he hasn't been running nearly as much as he was last year, his, which put him in the, just because he's rushing for touchdowns. No, no, no. I'm just going to say he's ranked number six right now. Okay. Oh, and I guarantee you that four touchdown game, that three passing and one <laughs> help, rushing, help, definitely helped help boost him up to that number So what six. I hear you saying is you expected him to have uh, performances like Lamar Jackson more because cons- of his More rushing. consistently, yeah. Okay. I think that was the expectation, and he's just been kind of average. Um, that's fair, especially with the – yeah, that's fair. He's been average. Yeah. But I don't think that – I didn't say he's been terrible. Yeah, okay, I just I say he's giving saying. us more of what we, we expected him to be giving us all year long. Okay. Um, Minnesota with the comeback. Okay. So Sunday morning I get back from going to see Joe Coy <laughs> and Minnesota uh, very early on looks like crap. And all I'm thinking is, ugh, we've already lost our one and done. My parents are going to lose their one and done. Right. We actually had conversations on whether or not we were going to go over there while the team was right. still losing. <laughs> right. It was bad. So we go over there, and at halftime, it is zero, 21-0. Yeah. And my dad says, quote, until the school, until I see all zeros on the clock. Yeah. And what happens miraculously in the second half Minnesota outscores. Uh, they held them to three points in the second half. They held the fourth, Denver to three. In the fourth quarter, they outscored them 20 to nothing. Yeah. That, I don't know. Something amazing. It was amazing. He finished the game with 319 and three. Um, he's quieted a lot of naysayers. A lot of people are like, oh, he can't play well against good defenses. But this last stretch of games, he has looked nothing short of amazing. And that's Steve without. Yeah. And that's without his top receiver available in Adam Thielen. So Kyle Rudolph has been getting involved. Stephon Diggs got a nice touchdown on Sunday. Uh, I I like what I'm seeing out of Cousins. This was a huge win for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? I don't know. It's just it's Kirk Cousins. Uh, hey, people were counting him out. I, I was. And, and ever ever since. Here's what I'm going to say. He's having just as mediocre as, of a season as Josh Allen. Ever since he was criticized. By his receivers, mm-hmm. when Stephon Diggs was talking about this was whether or not he, Washington, he right? wanted out, and Adam Thielen was like, "We got to start making big plays." He's been playing well. All I'm gonna say is, it's a mediocre performance as we just saw with Josh Allen. Mm. I see. I need to be looking at these numbers. What do you say? You act like I don't. We've been doing this for three years okay, now. So what? What are his numbers? Okay, let's just start at. Let's just start. Right before we'll start at re, re, yeah, week seven, like Josh Allen. Now, I'll start at week six because he had a great week six, too. 333 for four, 338 for six, 285 and nothing, 222 and three, 220 and two, 319 and three. Okay. In the realm of fantasy points, that spells 27, 29, that mm-hmm. one dud game against Washington, 11, 19, 22. That's better than those 16s and 17s you were saying with Josh Allen. Okay, let's look at points for Josh Allen. Uh, 21, 17, 17, 25, 33. Before the bye, he was at 17. So, yeah, you're right. A couple games he had more than Josh Allen. But Josh Allen is averaging around 20 just like he was. Kirk Cousins is having a great year. And especially since they came off of that 
that rough game. He's played against some decent opponents, and he's played well against all of them. Fine. If you want to be right, you can be right. All I'm saying is Josh Allen is not <laughs> sucking this year like you previously okay. said. Okay. Go ahead and start him then. I did. Saints bounce back. You know what he got me? 33 points. Yeah, you start him on the right week. I started him the last two weeks because uh, Pat, when Pat Mahomes was hurt. Okay. You're right. You win. Thank you. Well, that's all you wanted to hear. Yep. Saints bounce back uh, after the embarrassing loss to Atlanta. Alvin Kamara still looks average. Uh, Michael Thomas, 8 for 114-1. and one. He's just dope. Um, Sam Darnold. I've been talking him up in this terrible schedule for the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a game away from my prediction. He had one more bad game after I said the good streak would start. But the last two have been pretty good. Um, and I expect that trend to continue. This week it was 293-4. and four. And on the flip side of that, Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Supposed to be an opportunity for him to have a great game. He didn't have a terrible game. He scored 17 fantasy points. Which you made sure to tell me that I lost our water bet. Oh, yeah, because I said 16 plus. And I said I'd, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I took a chance. So he scored 17, uh, two touchdowns. Um, that That's pretty much the most you can expect from Haskins. I, I don't know what Washington is doing going forward. Uh, Falcons. Now, these dudes look like the truth. They beat two tough division opponents in back-to-back weeks. They've got a third division opponent this week against Tampa Bay. And this defense has come out of nowhere. Now, in the bye week, they shuffled coordinators around. They kept everybody on staff. Nobody got fired. But they changed some positions. They said, well, we're going to move this guy over to, to coach in the defensive line. We're going to move this guy over to the defensive play caller. They shuffled some things around, and it appears to have worked brilliantly. So they're heating up. I believe they're going to beat the brakes off of Tampa Bay, which is solid for fantasy as far as their season goes. It's a little bit too little too late. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I definitely expect that uh, trend to continue. Calvin Ridley shines this game 8 for 143-1. and one. I, de- I expect that trend to continue as well with Mohamed Sanu out. Um, CMC. Christian McCaffrey was a running back one this week. No touchdowns. Wow, just off yardage alone. Yep. 14 for 70. and 14 for 70 on the ground and 11 for 121 through the air. Hashtag all yards matter. <laughs> Did you come up with that yourself? I did. That is brilliant. <laughs> I think you need to put that on Twitter. Um, uh, I will. Who's going to beat the Ravens? Um, let me see their schedule. Oh, crap. I got to play my Niners, but I, don't, I think we're going to get embarrassed. Let me pull up their remaining They knocked schedule. off the Patriots. They knocked off Houston like it was light work. Lamar with 222-4, and four, rushed for another 86 yards. Uh, their defense is starting to really come together. It just looks it looks amazing. They traded for one guy. They got Marcus Peters in a, in a trade to shore up their secondary, and they've looked amazing ever since. So I you know I don't see I see right now they're the best team not only in the AFC I think they're the best team in the NFL. I do still worry about the receivers because everything really runs through Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. but Mark Andrews. 
looks solid. Of course, Lamar looks solid. Mark Ingram looks good when it's a good uh, playing mm-hmm. against a team that has a, a, a mediocre run defense. And I even saw Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed balls. got a catch. <laughs> Hollywood Brown got a couple of catches. Um, but they just – it's like he passes a lot, but he spreads it around to so many different receivers that nobody really has – an amazing fantasy day as far mm, as the receivers are concerned. They've got uh, the Rams this week. I, I don't really see where the Rams – I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it, but Robert Woods is going to be out again. Yeah. I mean, he's still dealing with his issue. Brandon Cook's concussion protocol. Should be back. Okay. He's supposed to be back. So, but I, I just – the Rams are fool's gold as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see what they're going to do. They got San Francisco after that, maybe. And then Buffalo, the Jets, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh. You know how you know how uh, Cleveland said they're gonna win out, and we said, <laughs> yeah. Okay, if Baltimore said they're gonna win out, I'd be like, ooh, they they, they could, could win out. They could definitely win out. Now they got it. They they owe Cleveland a beatdown because Cleveland's one of the two teams this season that got them, and they got them early in the season before that defense was shored up, and so they owe them one. And I expect Lamar Jackson to take full advantage of that when that week comes. Uh, 49ers get another win. Jimmy G with four touchdowns. A good comeback win against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray's pretty dope to be so small. Uh, Oakland looks like playoff contenders. They need more offense. Yes, we do. But we look good, don't we? Yeah. I don't know where it's going to come from. Um, But they've got the easiest remaining schedule left in the NFL. So I'm hoping at the very least – they can make a wild card, or if Kansas City slips, which they can, yeah, they, they could just, even win the division. It just lost. No, did they lose Monday? No, they won. Oh, okay, never mind. Remember Rivers threw the interception that they Oh, Philip, Philip, so Phillip. bad. It's time for him to retire. Um, New England's not very good. Mm-hmm. The lone mm-hmm. offensive touchdown that they scored came on a trick play thrown by Julian Edelman, which means <laughs> Brady had no touchdowns. <laughs> That was the only offensive touchdown they scored in the game. They only put up 17 points. I I just – Tom Brady looks mortal. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. 216, no touchdowns, 8.5 fantasy points. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs because they're in a crappy division, Mm -hmm. right? Buffalo is on their heels, but – I don't see New England dropping two more games. He hasn't done everything, anything since they played no, he's the been Jets. Bad. He's been bad. That offense is bad. They get, they don't run the ball well. Sony Michelle was was supposed to have a good year. He's not having a mm-hmm. great year. Uh, it's just James White is having. Everybody's just average, and a lot of them are below average. Um, so that's that. Um, I don't know what to say about the Rams. Another dis- disappointing game for golf and Cup. Uh, they gave the ball to Gurley finally 20-plus times. Yeah. He rushed for 93 yards, got a touchdown, which is nice, but they're not going to be able to do that every week. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons they haven't been doing that is because they're concerned about the knee. Right? If we put too much work on him, what is that going to do to the knee? Because once it flares up. Yeah, then he's no good. He's on the sideline no on a good. bike. Um, he's a good running back. I just I, – I don't know. Uh, and Phillip Rivers is cooked. In my personal opinion, I think he's done. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think his best years are behind him, and I think the Chargers will be looking for a quarterback in the offseason. You know, there's somebody who just did a workout. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that. Speaking of that, what news are you hearing from around the water cooler? I'm hearing from his lawyer that there are two teams 
that are expressing interest in bringing in Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick. Now, his words were... Serious interest. Serious interest. And he said he expects something to happen within the next 10 days. Now, this was yesterday. Okay. Um, he said one of the teams is a team whose owner do- really doesn't give a ish, is, was his words, and doesn't care about what the people think and has a quarterback issue. I think that team is the Washington Redskins. Ooh, okay. The other team, he said, is a team that is having quarterback woes, is still not out of the playoff push based on the numbers. I think that team is the Chicago Bears. Okay. Because um, Mitch is looking suspect. He's looking suspect, right? And so it'll be interesting to see when the news breaks which team it is. I think another team that could really use him right now is the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, Bruce Arians could bring mm-hmm. that guy in. and They're not going to win anything this year, but Jameis Winston is not the future. And they've been playing this game with him for the last five seasons, and every year he's the same guy. And as I've said before, if Bruce Arians can't fix you, nobody can fix you. So Jameis is about to get on the backup circuit and be floating around this league. Okay. Um, so, you know, that's that for Kaepernick. I don't think we should get into the, the weekend – the everything sh- that took, yeah, everything that took, because I could talk about that forever. Yep. And so I'm going to go ahead and leave my personal opinions about how all that played out out of it, and we'll move on. Hip injury, huh? Who's that? And that is um, <laughs> who now has a hip injury. Uh, oh, my gosh, I just saw it. We and were just talking about him. Uh, Mitch. Mitchell Trubisky yeah. got benched in the fourth quarter for Chase Daniel. Now, a lot of people are like, Chase Daniel's not – not it's pretty much putting the same guy out there. But Chase Daniel's a much better game manager than Mitch Trubisky. In the couple of weeks that Mitch was out earlier in the season, Chase Daniel played fine. He managed the game, and if memory serves me correctly, they got two wins. Um, so I say go to Chase for the rest of the season if this dude's hurt. Dolphins cut Mark, uh, Mark Walton. That's the story I'm trying to pull up. So what what? It's just they got a police, they were made aware of a police situation, cut them immediately. Right. And so the latest is that, now remember he was already out on a suspension. No, I don't remember because I don't even know who this person is. That's how Kalen Balaj became the number oh, one. That's right, Mark Walton right. got suspended. Um, and so he was serving a four-game suspension. Something has gone on with a pregnant woman. Now, they haven't said that this woman is his oh, girlfriend or his wife. He's not pulling us. Who Who's the dude is. that went to jail for killing? Uh, uh, you know what? I shouldn't even bring this up. Yeah. Somebody actually did mm-hmm. seriously happen. But is that what he's doing? It's is a bat- that what they it's, think it's he's doing? It's a battery charge. Okay. Against a pregnant woman. Good Lord. So the details have yet to come out. But, of course, we know that equates to even a bigger suspension from the league. That'll be handed down. We won't be seeing him for quite some time. Mm. It's unfortunate. Um, Wasn't a lot of news. Alex Collins is no longer suspended, and he's healthy from his broken leg. So he's looking for a team. And so when I saw that, I'm like, did I know he was suspended? Who are all these people I didn't know he was suspended. suspended. But I guess I was wondering where he was at, like, because he was on Baltimore last year. And then that's probably why they waived him. I knew they waived him. I just didn't know he never got picked up, and I damn sure didn't know he was suspended. Right. So that's new. Um, yeah, because he was, like, up and coming last yeah. season. Yeah, Collins is a good back. 
And so he's healthy now. We'll see if he gets picked up before this playoff run. I'm sure there's a lot of teams out there that could use him, Mm. Uh, especially with, you know, injuries looming, a team like Pittsburgh. You know, there's several teams that that need a backup. Atlanta, but, you know, they're not going to win anything, so it doesn't matter. Um, Mason Rudolph was fined. For his role in the whole in the debacle. whole fight, he was fine, and he actually released a statement today. Says that he wishes that he had reacted to the whole situation differently. Wish he had handled himself better. Says he's all good with Miles um, Garrett. He was like, I don't fault him for what he did. Everything's good. Mason, and Mason. so uh, look, we're we're gonna have to find you here. There's a lot of you know uproar. We kept, you know, you did try to pull his helmet off. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to find, go ahead and find you 250. You got it. Yeah. Just I, I guess I, when the dust settles on a situation like that and everybody just takes a step back and watches it, mm-hmm. t- like tempers are heightened when something like that first happens and everybody's got an opinion. When you look at it, especially when you're involved, you go, damn, I did kind of, <laughs> I did kind of provoke dude. Like I had his helmet. Then he took mine off, and then I rushed him without my helmet on. That spells fight, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so, again, still can't swing a helmet at somebody. You just can't do that. This isn't the street. All I'm saying is there's good people on both sides. Let's stop. <laughs> Ron Rivera uh-huh. could be on the chopping block. Do you know who Ron Rivera is? Coach of something. Coach of the Carolina Panthers. Oh, the guy with the glasses that looks like he shouldn't be a head coach. <laughs> He's actually a very good head coach. But the owner came out this week and was like, I won't accept long-term mediocrity, was the quote that he released. And let's be honest. That is an amazing quote. <laughs> I'm going to tell that to my staff. Look, I'm not going to accept long-term mediocrity. And that basically says, you start winning or... You're going to be looking for a job <laughs> this summer. Got and it's fair. Ever since the Got Super Bowl him. run, what have the what have the Panthers been? You know, we've kind of been putting that on Cam, but maybe it's not Cam. I think it's a I think it's a lot of things. I think it's a mixture of things. Did and we I already think, talk about Cam coming out and saying he's perfectly fine not playing for Carolina? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's, oh, no, we didn't talk about that uh-huh. on here, but he said he's very open to the idea of playing in Chicago. You cut Cam, you cut your coach, and start over. You might need to start over. Not with Kyle Allen, though. But I think they think he's the future. Really? I He's been okay. Remember, he won. Well, I mean, if you want long-term mediocrity. He he's, went, okay. like, he's gone like 6-2 and two for them. Yeah. Since he's, you know what I mean? As long okay, as they're but if winning, he's, he's not playing great. But here's my thing: if he's gone, if he's winning for them, then what is this long-term mediocrity quote about? Well, because a lot, a lot, they've lost two in a row, mm-hmm. and a lot of their winning is on the back of Christian McCaffrey. You still yeah, have you to have a quarterback yeah, that plays true. well. You know what that's I mean? True. Like that's he right. carries that roster. Well, here's what I say: just make Christian McCaffrey quarterback. <laughs> just let him play all the positions. That's how you solve that. Let him problem. play all the positions. He can throw it to himself. He can hand it off to himself. He can do. He can just technically the only person who can throw it to themselves is Marcus Mary. Yeah. Marcus Mary. That's the only one that's proven he can do it. Um, and we already talked about Brandon Cooks finally being cleared to play. All right, uh, let's do a quick injury minute. See who did or did not practice, and then we'll get into quarterbacks we'll, and uh, running backs this week that are must-plays or must-not plays. Yep. Um, and then, of course, we'll do the tight end and wide receiver position for Thursday night. Correct. Um, all right, so real quick on the injury front, as of today, Devontae Freeman with a foot injury did not practice. Matt Ryan with an ankle did not practice. Julio with a foot did not practice. And was seen with a limp. 
noticeable uh, limp. Yes. Austin Hooper is considered ahead of schedule. If someone drops Austin Hooper in your leagues and you are a team that is bound for the playoffs, find a roster spot for him. He was the tight end one on the league before he went down with this injury, on the season before he went down with this injury. So he's going to be great as soon as he returns. Um, I picked him up in a league. Thank you very much. AJ Green. Let me just say, Austin Hooper, I'm just going to read through the bye because then I'll just read through the bye. 16, 7.4, 24, 22, 13, 25, 14, 18, bye, and then 11 against New Orleans. This is from a tight end. He's playing great. His numbers are better than Julio's. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) A.J. Green, of course, did not practice. I don't think he's going to play this year. Mm, Old news. But it's weird because he's going to be asking for a contract. Mm. So we'll see how that goes. I think he wants to get traded. So... Uh, Jarvis Landry with a hip limited, OBJ groin limited, Philip Lindsay with a foot and wrist injury limited, Matthew Stafford with a back, of course, did not practice, Devontae Adams toe limited, Will Fuller hamstring questionable. They played Thursday, so keep an eye on that. Houston, Indianapolis. T.Y. Hilton with a calf is questionable. Paris Campbell with his hand injury is out. Ebron is also questionable. Marlon Mack is out. Now, Jonathan Williams is the name that you want to know. Everybody assumes that Naeem Hines is going to Naeem take a Hines step forward. Naeem Hines is fine. Oh, oh, um, Jordan Wilkins is another name that everybody assumes is going to take a step forward. No. When Mack went out of the game yesterday, Naeem Hines stayed in his third down pass catching role. Expect that to continue. Jonathan Williams is the guy you want to pick up because Jordan Wilkins is questionable and is not very good. So, uh, DJ Chark and Chris Conley both have hamstring injuries. They were both limited in practice. Robert Woods with the personal still has not returned to the team. We don't know what this personal issue is. It kept him out of the game on Sunday night, and so we don't know when he'll be back. But Brandon Cooks is on pace to play. Uh, Fitzmagic, shoulder, limited in practice today. Edelman with a shoulder injury was limited. Dorsett, concussion, did not practice. Mohamed Sanu with an ankle injury, did not practice. Sterling Shepard, concussion, was a full practice today. He That's... should be back with the Giants. Yeah, but he, okay. Uh, Mar- I was thinking I thought that he was okay two weeks ago. Then he went back on the injury report. He was never out of concussion protocol. Okay. Uh, Evan Ingram with a foot injury did not practice. Demaryius Thomas hamstring limited. Josh Jacobs shoulder limited. Nelson Aguilar knee did not practice. Alshon Jeffrey, I don't know what his injury is, but he also did not practice today. Jordan Howard shoulder limited. Connor shoulder did not practice. Juju with a knee and a concussion is expected to miss Sunday. Now they said Juju Smith Schuster showed up with a significant leg brace on at practice today, but they're shrugging it off like it's nothing. So by significant, you mean one of those ones where it's like black and it's a big That's what I assume. And it's strapped <laughs> halfway up your thigh and down to your ankle. And that's you all like, that I could picture. And the last thing you want from anybody who's got to run anywhere is a knee injury. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So, But they're saying it, it's nothing. It's just going to hold them out this week. So we'll see. Uh, Raheem Mostert, knee injury limited. Robbie Gold, quad, did not practice. Debo Samuel, shoulder, did not practice. Matt Burita, ankle, did not practice. Manuel Sanders, ribs did not practice. Kittle, knee, ankle did not practice. All 49ers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I don't know what the heck. Are we're you guys gonna, gonna start I playing that song? Know. Oh, we have all these injuries, what we're gonna and that's do why now we suck. Okay, so no, we just gotta get healthy at the right time. Let them all get. We got nine wins. We're making the playoffs. I don't care if we make it as a wild card team. <laughs> Let all them dudes get healthy. When we march back in after week 17, we'll be just fine. and Everybody else will be beat up. Mm. Don't know what we're going to do this week against the Packers, though. <laughs> uh, Tyler Lockett with that lower leg injury. Did not practice today. Delaney Walker, ankle limited. And last, Paul Richardson with an ankle is limited. Uh, Vernon Davis, concussion limited. Chris Thompson with a toe limited. Adrian Peterson with a toe injury. Just took a day off today. Yeah, he's usually pretty rough and tough. He's old dude. They always give him Wednesday off, give him an opportunity to recover. Okay, so obviously <sighs> when we do this show on Saturday, we'll have more up-to-date news about who practiced, who didn't. We'll probably It'll probably, probably be more clear mm-hmm. um, who's going to be out and who's going to play. Uh, until then, we'll go ahead and continue with the quarterback and running back uh, rundown. And then we'll do, uh, again, like I said, the tight ends and the wide receiver for Thursday's game. So, let this, me start with who shouldn't I play? Who shouldn't you play? Now, I have to say, I have to preface this week. This week was a little rough. As I was looking through the matchups, there were a lot of matchups where I was like, I'm kind of indifferent about all these guys. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It's getting harder and harder to kind of predict who I think is going to shine every single week. But these are this is what I pulled out. So for the quarterbacks, you should not play. Jameis Winston. Now, we know Jameis Winston is known for slinging it around, throwing 400 yards, pairing that with a few interceptions. I'm scared for Jameis Winston in this game because of what I've seen out of Atlanta. Shutting down Drew Brees and then shutting down the Carolina Panthers in two consecutive weeks. Uh, This is another division game. It's at home in Atlanta. I think Jameis Winston is going to have one of his most rough days of the season. Okay. Uh, Josh Allen. My co-host says that Josh Allen's amazing at fantasy football. Listen, what you're not going to do, everything is matchup dependent, obviously. (laughs) I see he's playing against Denver. They're third ranked against the position. So I'm going to temper my expectations this week. Am I going to play him over Pat Mahomes? Of course not. Josh Allen is Pat Mahomes. Okay. But not this week. Mm-hmm. Denver's tough. Yeah, I agree. We've seen it now. The comeback, they don't put up a lot of points. The comeback Kirk Cousins had was a once-in-a-lifetime type of comeback, and Josh Allen is not Kirk Cousins. So don't expect that to be happening this week uh, against the Denver Broncos. Daniel Jones. Strictly matchup thing. They're playing against the Chicago Bears. Yeah, they're coming off a bye, but I just don't like to play my quarterbacks against the Chicago Bears. Uh, Dak Prescott playing against the number one ranked New England Patriots defense. This is going to be a very low scoring affair. Um, I believe this whole offense is going to struggle. I believe the, the offenses on both sides of the ball are going to struggle. I would not be surprised if this ends up being one of those weird. 9 to 13 type of games. So there's not going to be a bunch of fantasy production out of this one. Uh, Ryan Finley. Not that you were starting him anyway. I was not. Um, But playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers defense is pretty good. 
again, this is going to be another low-scoring affair. I don't think Pittsburgh is going to do well on their side of the ball either, though I'm indifferent about Mason Rudolph just because of the matchup. Um, Yeah, don't start Finley. Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo needs weapons to be successful, and the weapons that he has at his disposal are all crippled. And so, what was I, his performance this week, though? I, he threw four touchdowns against Arizona. Oh, it was Arizona. It was Arizona. Okay. Um, playing against the Green Bay Packers. Packers are coming off a bye. Um, I think this is going to be a game that's going to be a run-heavy matchup on the 49ers side of the ball, so they're going to be relying heavily on Coleman and Burita or, Mo- or Mostert, whoever's healthy, um, to, to will them to this win. Mm. It's going to be a difficult one for them, but I don't like Jimmy G's prospects in this game. Um, last, Jared Goff. They're playing at home against the Baltimore Ravens on Monday night. We've seen what this Ravens defense has turned into. We've seen how this defense shut down Lamar Jackson and the high-powered Houston Texans offense, and the Rams offense is not a fraction of that. Um, They may try to run the ball effectively with Gurley, but relying on Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks to get it done, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be a good look for the Rams this week. So in your must-not plays, you don't have Dak Prescott or Aaron uh, Rodgers. I said Dak Prescott. We talked. Okay, about I'm that. sorry. I was. I did not talk about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the 49ers' defense is ranked well because we've been ranked well for you for for the majority of the year. Mm-hmm. But we've seen Kyler Murray pick this defense apart through the air. We've okay. seen, um, and we're going to see a few more teams. I, I, we're ranked six against the pass, but realistically speaking, the secondary is beat up. Our defensive line is beat up. We got a lot of injuries on that Sunday night game, or was a Monday night game against Seattle. There was a lot of players that went out in that game. So we're struggling to get healthy. So Aaron Rodgers, I believe, coming off the bye is going to come out and it's going to sling it on us. I think it's going to be a rough, rough game, and I think the 49ers are going to lose. I think that Kyler Murray was efficient, as you would put it, because he was only 115, but for two touchdowns against San Francisco. Mm. So, I mean, now he rushed eight times for 67 yards and another touchdown. Yeah. But eh, that's not that many yards to me. I don't know. I like it. I actually, I, I, don't, I, I don't like Aaron Rodgers per se in this matchup, but I'm also like not. You, you not yeah, if I had him on my team, I'm definitely not scared to start him against the 49ers. Okay. All right, now which quarterbacks are you uh, excited to start this week? Jacoby Brissett. Um, he came back last week off the injury, put up 17 fantasy points, which wasn't enough for me to get my win. Uh, but we've seen that this Houston Texans secondary can be dissected. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely expect him to come out on Thursday night against the Texans, good division matchup, and do just that. Um, they are... Houston is 13th against the run, and Indianapolis happens to be on their second-string running back. So they're going to be relying on the quarterback to really get this done. And so I think it's going to be a game where Indianapolis is going to have to throw it quite a bit um, in order to stay ahead. I think Houston wins the game, but I think it's a lot closer than people are going to think it is. And I I see three touchdowns for um, Jacoby Brissett. Okay. Uh, Matt Ryan. They're playing Tampa Bay. Yep. You, can't, you yep. can't run on Tampa Bay. All you can do against Tampa Bay is pass the ball. 
and Matt Ryan knows how to pass the ball. And he's got two good games he's coming off of, so keep up the hype. Definitely. Uh, Baker Mayfield. (laughs) (laughs) Really, this is the Miami Dolphins effect. Uh, I think they believe that they can win out, and I I think – that they are going to do their damnedest to make sure that happens. We've seen Odell Beckham getting in way more involved in the offense in the last couple of weeks. Jarvis Landry has a touchdown in each of the last three games, and I expect him to get another one here. Um, so Baker Mayfield is going to be trying his best to air it out against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, pay attention to whether or not uh, Fitzmagic can go. Mm-hmm. If he can't go, then they'll be in a backup quarterback situation, which means that defense – is going to be on the field quite a bit. Okay. Um, so the more tired they get, the more time Baker's going to have in the pocket. They're already ranked tw- – they have the 28th best pass rush in the league, and they're 21st against the passing game. So Baker's going to have time for his receivers to get downfield. As we know, that fares extremely well for Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. So I like Baker. Any other quarterbacks you're absolutely starting this week? Um, the last – Two are in the same game, and that is Derek Carr and Sam Darnold. Okay. Um, this is another one of those Raiders-Detroit games where both defenses are just not the greatest of defenses, and so these two quarterbacks are going to air it out. Josh Jacobs is not 100% healthy, and Le'Veon Bell's just been average this year, mm-hmm. so I think they're just really going to be going back and forth trying to keep pace with each other, and nobody can stop anybody. So – I could easily see another uh, a four-touchdown game for Derek Carr oh. on Sunday. All right, so what about our running back position? What are your absolutely stay-away-from, no-go running backs? Royce Freeman and Brian Hill. I don't think Royce Freeman is in, so Brian Hill uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. Again, they're playing the Tampa Bay Bucks, second-best run defense in the league. Royce Freeman plays for Denver. Oh, uh, because— I'm sorry, Devontae Freeman. Oh, okay. Wrong Freeman. Uh, Devontae Freeman. Um but, I, again, I think he's hurt. So, Brian Hill is the starter. Tampa Bay Bucks are sneaky good against the run. Don't play. Don't play your running backs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Zeke, same thing with Dak. Playing against that New England front, it's going to be a low-scoring game. He might rush for 60 yards. I don't see him getting in the end zone here. It's going to be a low-scoring affair for Ezekiel Elliott. If you have an alternative, don't be afraid to put Zeke on your bench. Mm, that or that's a strong. I'm statement. benching him. I'm benching him in couples therapy. I'm not playing him this week. Not against the Pats. Um, Joe Mixon. Pittsburgh Steelers are seventh against the run. Pittsburgh doesn't give much up on the ground at all. Now they'll give it up through the air. You but can you can ground. definitely pass on them, but they do not give it up on the ground. Fortunately for them, they're playing Cincinnati this week, so Cincinnati Cincinnati already doesn't have the best pass attack so again as i stated before when we talked about the quarterbacks this is just going to be another one of those low scoring games because neither one of these offenses are excellent um so i don't like mixing in this game very much at all nor do i like giovanni bernard and last but not least i have two more okay chris carson Uh. yeah sorry to say it um This is going to be a heavy Russell Wilson game. So I love, as we'll talk about uh, later in the week, the receivers in this matchup for Seattle. And I think Chris Carson is just going to get game scripted out. And who's the last one? Uh, Last one is Todd Gurley. Okay. Uh, 
I won't say that last week was fool's gold, but this is just not a team you can run against. The Baltimore Ravens is eighth against the run, and that defense is getting stronger and stronger every week. All right, now who am I absolutely putting on the ground? Uh, Williams. Jay Williams. Jonathan Williams. I was going to say, which Williams? There's a million Williams. <laughs> uh, running, back, running back for the Indianapolis Colts. Though I think this is going to be a big game for Jacoby Brissett, I think there will be opportunities in the red zone for Jonathan Williams to get into the end zone. Especially I don't think his yardage is going to be great. Marlon Beck is out. Right. Nine Himes, we've already decided, is not going to be the number two. He's going to stay in his number right. three role. I don't think his yardage is going to be great, but there's definitely going to be opportunity for him to get into the end zone here. Um, so, yeah, I like, I like Jonathan Williams. Um, I said David Montgomery, but I actually changed my mind. <laughs> right here and there. All yep. right, move on to the next one. Then. Adrian Peterson and Darius Geis playing against Detroit. Playing. Detroit has no D. Play him. Uh, Scarborough playing against Washington. Washington has no D. Play him. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry playing against Jacksonville. Um, Tennessee's coming off the bye. And Ryan Tannehill, T- Tannehill has looked pretty good over the course of the last few games. Um, but I think this is going to be a run-heavy game on both sides of the ball. Um, so, I like Henry. Anyone else you want to talk about? Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt playing against the Miami Dolphins. Playing. All right. New Orleans against Carolina, both Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara. I think this is going to be a bounce-back game. Finally, the game we've been waiting for from Alvin Kamara. Um, These two teams do play each other tough, but neither one of their run defenses are particularly good. Now, I take that back. New Orleans is third against the run, but that doesn't matter when Christian McCaffrey is on the field. No, it doesn't. We saw it last week. What about – because this – is this Kamara's first week back from No, injury? played last week. He played last week. Yeah, okay. and he was mediocre. Yeah. Um, I have a few more. Jalen Samuel mm-hmm. playing against the Bengals. Again, it's just a good matchup. Josh Jacobs and Le'Veon Bell playing against each other. Josh Jacobs, again, we're not – pay attention to his status throughout the course of the week because we're not sure if he's going to be fully healthy. But two bad defenses. You play the people in those matchups. Uh, Jamal Williams, I think, is going to have the stock over Aaron Jones for Green Bay. Okay. I think Aaron Jones is going to struggle, but Jamal Williams, whenever Aaron Jones struggles, he gets all the pass catching work for Green Bay. And I think that trend is going to continue. I think they're going to have to use him to okay. be able to generate uh, points. So I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go to him a lot in this game. Um Tevin Coleman and Matt Burita, that's going to be the 49ers' only offense in this game. Okay. So, got to trust those dudes, and that's it. All right. So, we want to do Thursday night's game and give you the wide receiver starts and sits uh, and tight end starts and sits just for Thursday because we won't talk to you again until after that. Um, So, on Thursday night, we've got... Um, Indianapolis against Houston. Okay. And I believe T.Y. Hilton is going to be healthy enough to go Okay. in this one. If he is, I would definitely start T.Y. Hilton. That automatically means that Zach Pascal and Chester Rogers take a back seat. Okay. When Hilton's in the game, he's he soaks up so much of the target share that the other people just become irrelevant. Okay. So as far as touchdowns go, it's going to be 
uh, T.Y. Hilton. Now, Zach Pascal will get some catches. So I like Pascal in a full-point PPR, uh-huh. but not in a standard format. Okay. Um, on the other side of the ball, Indianapolis defense is pretty solid. Uh, they're 14th against the pass and have the 13th ranked pass rush. It's very difficult to sit DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. just because he's such a big cog in that offense. Um, so you're not sitting him. But any of the rest of the receivers, if Will Fuller's back, which I don't think he is, you're sitting him. Kenny Stills, I would sit him as well. Um, and for the tight ends, I'm kind of indifferent about the tight ends on both sides of the ball, Darren Fells and Eric Ebron and Doyle. Mm. They'll, they're fine plays, but I'm but not, not jumping. Yeah, I'm not jumping to pick those guys up off the waiver wire and throw them in my lineup. All right, sounds good. We'll finish up with the other positions. Uh, wide receiver and tight end for Sunday's games and Monday's game on Saturday. And until then, tomorrow, may the odds be forever in your favor.